One thing I've learned After all these years You're gonna save yourself A whole lot of tears Don't try to figure out Who was wrong and who was right Got them moving along, baby Hi, everybody. Your old friend Mike Houlihan. Welcome back to Hibernian Radio. This is show number 214. Here's our host, Julie J. Thank you, Julie, for everything. Hey, we're so excited. We're so excited to be here at Big Corner Tavern. This is our opening night. So don't don't screw it up for me, please. <laughs> hey, we're raffling off my book uh, about the last election. Nothing's on the square. My favorite person, Rahm Emanuel, on the cover. <laughs> That piece of crap. Anyway, you're going to kick out of this book, and we're raffling off tonight just for the hell of it. So if you see my son, Patty, he'll give you a raffle ticket, and at the end of the show, we'll raffle that off. Uh, for those of you who don't know, this show is dedicated to our Irish first responders, our police, firefighters, paramedics, and nurses, yeah, who remind us every day that they are the modern-day equivalent of our ancient mythological Irish warriors. And boy, we've heard some stories, and we're going to hear some tonight. We have a great guest tonight, uh, retired Oak Lawn Sergeant Gene McNulty, over 30 years on the job. <laughs> and he's got a fan club with him. God bless him. Uh, Gino, welcome to the show, pal. Thanks, Mike. So Glad great to, be to here. have you. Thank you, sir. All right, so where'd you grow up? What neighborhood did I you? I grew up in Alsip. Oh, Alsip, okay. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Went to uh, the Hamlin, the public school, and then uh, went to Marist. Graduated in 86, and then from there I uh, went to Western Illinois and uh, graduated out of there in 1990. And you're retired now? Yes, sir. How, yep. lo how long? I retired. I, I left the job at uh, the end of uh, September. Oh, no kidding. Yes, yeah. sir. September oh. 22. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Almost and 32 years. And you left as a sergeant? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, uh, sir. So when you started out, how did you go on the job at like 20 years old? Or something? Uh, I was 22. Okay. Uh, when I started out in justice. Yeah. Uh, in January of 1991. Uh, that was, uh, the that old saying was there, there is no justice in justice. <laughs> sometimes you weren't there sense. long. No, no. I got out of there. Uh, a year they did maybe? things a little differently. Okay. So uh, I was down. Uh, justice is like near Summit. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. totally different now. But uh, they, the pay was terrible. Yeah. Uh, I was down at the grand jury, and a detective from Burbank mentioned that they were testing. I said, right. oh, wow. And he said, yeah, but you got to have the application in by Friday. Yeah. This was like a Wednesday. I filled it out, took the test, and got on with Burbank. That's terrific. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of good times and out then, there. So you did about eight years in Burbank. Eight and a half years, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. Uh, tested with Oak Lawn and uh, was offered a job. It was a hard decision, but ultimately I went to Oak Lawn. 
Now, we have a, another Oaklawn officer here yeah, tonight. we got a couple of them, actually. Uh, oh, do you? Tell yeah. me who they are. I know we got Buddy uh, Clancy. We got uh, Buddy Clancy. Buddy, are you a commander now? Oh, yeah. Whoa. That's frightening, isn't God it? God save the queen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jimmy Regan, who recently retired. Jimmy Regan, welcome. Sergeant yeah. Scott Kirk. All right, Scott, uh, yeah. He's out on a pass right now from the home. <laughs> His father-in-law <laughs> is Freddie the Lugan. Yeah. He went to Ireland with me. Holy oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Tommy Hernandez is in here somewhere. He's uh, All right, Tommy. Yeah, he came from the city and uh, started working with us about, what, a year ago, two years ago? Yeah. So. Oh, Hooli's here, too? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, might me. Be, might oh. be. Oh, there's another Mike Hooli? Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Uh, so all those years... Many things happened, I'm oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite? What's your favorite uh, story? There's, uh-huh. there's a bunch. I mean, uh, we had, uh, I, on my way out here, we were coming down Roberts and we passed uh, an Roberts apartment complex. Yeah. yeah. We passed an apartment complex and I, I started chuckling because huh. uh, years, years ago in Justice, uh, these guys were having a party on the second floor of this bell, uh, apartment area. And, yeah. Uh, we got called there, so, you know, we're like, hey, you guys got to knock it off, lower it, turn it down a little. Yeah, 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 no problem. We got called there again. This time same they were... Same night. Same night. Yeah. They were a little more, uh, you know, rambunctious, so he's like, listen, this is it. You yeah. know, if we come back, you're not... Nobody's going to be happy. <laughs> well, we got called back, and a couple Bridgeview cars came along for the ride. Oh, wow. It was like 3 in the morning, uh, so I was a little aggravated. Uh, they started MFing us a little bit. Oh, and that, and how you know. many were there? Oh, there was quite a, there was a large group. So, yeah. uh, uh, you know, I had a little, uh, maybe loss of momentary lapse of reason. I <laughs> pulled the keg out of the, uh, oh. the garbage can, lifted it and threw it up uh, off, threw it over <laughs> the on the balcony yeah. and told them there goes your effing party. <laughs> and that thing, you know, it bounced up, and I, this, this one bridge you copper had a real high voice, high-pitched voice. He's like, Jesus, Gene, I can't believe you just did that. <laughs> Party's over. Let's get out of here. So that was, uh, one, that was one of the justice ones. That uh, was in the good old days. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was uh, what you just said, Mike. That yeah. was the good old days, you know. They, <laughs> and they realized, okay, we screwed oh, they, up. Yeah, that they, was it. It was over. They had crossed we the didn't line. get called back. Yeah. yeah. You know. They didn't uh, call their lawyer. No, or they didn't. Yeah. You know, Burbank, there's, I mean, there's a ton of stories from Burbank. Um, you know, Burbank uh, was. What's it was, the population of Burbank? Uh, I think, like, right now, it's probably like 32, 33,000. Okay. You know, back then it was about the same. They're all related. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, Burbank was a fast town. Yeah. Um, you know, there was uh, a lot going on out there. Um, one weekend they got, uh, they, the, the gangs, the gang graffiti was all over the place. Uh, oh, there were a lot of gangs there? Yeah, yeah. well, the Latin Kings came out. Uh, oh, wow. What was, uh, what were them guys, uh, Bud, uh, that set, or the call boys? What were they again? What, uh. Yeah. Satan's disciples. They were so uh, the kings, wow. the Latin kings came out and they tore the place up with tagging and everything. So, oh yeah, uh, I get called in. I was in uniform, uh, working a beat car, and uh, the chief at the time called me in, and the assistant chief was a guy by the name of Bruce Radowitz, and uh, his Kajawa said, you know, hey, listen, uh, how would you like to work a uh, plain clothes tag car? 
<laughs> I said, oh, that sounds like fun. You know, yeah. I'd never done it before. Yeah. And uh, he says, yeah, you know, we, we, we need this, this, bullsh this BS straightened out. I said, all right. And uh, so Radowitz, the, the number two at the time, he's like, uh, so here's the deal. Do whatever you got to do to get this thing wrapped up and cleaned up and get them out of here. These are the Satan's disciples? Uh, and the, the Latin kings, you know, because oh, yeah. they were starting to get a little frisky. And yeah. the Latin kings, I mean, they tagged like 50 garages. They, they blew oh. the town up. Yeah. I said, all right. He says, any beefs that come in, I'll handle them. Okay. It'll all be taken He's care of. He's giving you the free reign. I said, all right. So I go back out on the street. And my sergeant uh, calls me over to go car to car, Mark Gura, and he pulls up at 77th and Narragansett, and he says, I, I don't know what to say. I says, what are you talking about? He goes, you're, you're going to be working a plain clothes car? I says, yeah, it's pretty cool. He goes, yeah, but I've never heard of this before. I says, you never heard of a tat car? He says, no, no. He says, I've never heard of a guy getting the green light to do whatever he's oh, got to yeah. do <laughs> to get the problem taken yeah. care of. And I was kind of, I said, Mark, is he serious about that? He goes, oh, he told me that any yeah. beefs come in, they are to be directed to him. So, yeah. you know, again, that was, um, Burbank was a small little town. Uh, they were a young police department, technically. I yeah. mean, this was like 1993, 94. They, they became a police department, I think, in like 1981 or two yeah. on January 1st. And the story goes is when they hit the street, the citizens were out there launching beer bottles at the squads because oh, wow. Cook County Sheriff's Police oh, uh, yeah. did it. And they, yeah. were, you know, they, they weren't out there. So yeah. they, it was still young. And there so was, basically they said, go kick their Do ass. what you got to do to yeah. solve the problem. Yeah. You know, and I mean, there was And how some, many guys you got on your team at this point? It was just me and another guy. Holy yeah, cow. that's how it was a small department. So yeah. it was just us two. Yeah. We worked afternoons, 3 yeah. to 11. Uh, held over if we had to, you know, mm -hmm. um, and, you know, so, I mean, there was other times, I mean, a lot of good guys in Burbank, that's what made it hard to leave. Uh, ah, yeah. A lot of real good policemen, Yeah, you know, but they didn't have the insurance and the benefits when you retire, Sure. whereas oh. Oak Lawn did, yeah. and, you know, so I came over to Oak Lawn and, uh, you know, it was a great career move for me, actually. Yeah. You know, we live in Oak Lawn. Um, uh, I worked afternoons a lot. Uh, my wife was, uh, I mean, she was awesome handling that. She, you know, she, uh, Diana, Diana, you know, she give a shout out she, to Diana. She had a, yeah. Yeah. She had to do a lot of the, uh, a lot of things, you know? Yeah. Um, and she, her, her <laughs> yeah, well, you know, her motto for me was always, you know, I, I want you to, you know, do what makes you happy. Cause oh, God bless when you. I decided, uh, uh, come off afternoons and go to days as a sergeant in Oak Lawn. I said, hey, listen, I'm thinking about going to days. And I still remember her response. She's like, if you want to stay on afternoons and that makes you happy, stay on afternoons. Yeah. But I wanted to go to days. So, yeah. you know, and now, you know, I mean, days was busy enough. You know, afternoons, they rock and roll, but days, you know, was enough to keep me busy. You know, I was just reading now, if you can't talk about this, just say so. Some copper... Some kid was getting out of line, 17, and the copper just went at him with the fists, and all these goo-goos were all upset about it. Yeah. Do you know anything about that? Uh, I think maybe you're talking about that, uh, the kid with the gun. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not in the, they don't put that in the yeah, story. No, no. Yeah, yeah. The young man had a gun. Yeah. Uh, I'm not familiar with what happened completely. Yeah. I know there was some video on the news. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, but I also know that uh, the chief of the Yoke Lawn Police Department was very supportive of Good. him. Good. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, um, I've heard, you know, other, other chiefs in the neighborhoods have said that, you know, hey, I would support these guys, you know. Because yeah. it is different. And, uh, you know, I loved it. I, I, would never, I would never think of doing anything else. Yeah. Um, I loved being on the street. I wasn't a guy to sit in there and behind the desk. Yeah. Uh, I loved being out with these guys and, you know, going to the hot calls and the hot calls. <laughs> letting them do what they had to do. Yeah. Uh, and if they needed help or asked a question, I was hopefully would give them the right answer. I just loved being out there. Sure. You know, but um, I also knew that I had to get out of there while I still had my house, my uh-huh. wife, and my kids. Yeah. And yeah. I did. Yeah. And yeah. I'm able to collect my pension now. And you have so. a 12-year-old kid. Yeah, Logan. Oh, <laughs> Logan God. Marie. All right, <laughs> Logan. Yeah. Yeah, she, uh, <laughs> Logan uh, was the surprise. Uh, I could tell you a story about that, but I think I'd be walking home. So <laughs> when I found out my wife was pregnant, but uh, it uh, Logan was the surprise. I remember one night, me, Diana, and Logan were sitting downstairs watching TV, and Logan was talking left and right, you know. And Logan had to finally go to bed. And I remember saying to Diana, "You realize if Logan wasn't here, me and you would have been just staring at that TV, not saying a word <laughs> to each other." So. She kind of re-energized the marriage a oh, little that's bit. Good. God bless her. Yeah. <laughs> so, and she's a character. So. You know, and it's funny. Oak Lawn. Now, I grew up in Beverly, and I always thought Oak Lawn, you know, stayed white, you know, <laughs> pristine, no problem. Then I meet you guys, and I discover there's a lot of bad crap that goes yeah, on. No, yeah. No. I mean, that's. I, I mean, one. We're lucky. Out. Well, I'm, I was lucky. These guys are lucky. Uh, the, the most 90% of the residents are very supportive of the police okay, out there. Okay, good, yeah. Um, if you go out there, drove through there, you'd see I support or we support the Oak Lawn police sign on oh, good. maybe every third or fourth lawn. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they are, they're all over right now. They were all over before, but they're still up. Yeah. Um, so, you know, knock on wood, but it is a fast town. Yeah. Uh, fast and what do you mean fast town? There's, I mean, it. It's picked up. Okay. You know, I'll give you an example. Uh, this past summer, I think we had like five shootings in six days, maybe wow. seven days. Yeah. It used to be, oh, you'd come in and, oh, we had a shooting last night. Holy. And it would be that one a year, maybe two. Yeah. And in that stretch, we had like five in six or seven days. Where after like the third or fourth one, you know, they'd be like, oh, what, you have another shooting? And they'd be yeah. like, yeah. And we're like, oh, okay, you know. Yeah. It was just like, that's unfortunately, you know, where we're at right now. Yeah. And uh, it, it, it is. It sucks. Yeah. But it is a fast town. I mean, there's a lot that goes on out there. Uh, you know, um, peop- I mean, like I said, the people support. Has the element moved into Oak Lawn? <laughs> uh, I mean, there's, there's like, you know, I would say the travel, the traveling stuff, you know. Um, you know, I, I mean, I, I can, I was working uh, that Sunday when, uh, you know, everything blew up uh, and w- with the riots and everything. It's, it started Are you at, talking about 2020? Yep. Okay. Started at 95th and Western in Evergreen Park. Oh, yeah. They, and they were saying, we're walking on past <laughs> you know, Western. And yeah. uh, everything blew up. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I still remember this. The, car, the kid from Evergreen, got a, he came on the air, and he said, I got a bunch of cars pulling into the lot over here. 
And then like 30 seconds later, he was screaming, send me, send me cars, send me cars. So we all went over there, you know. This the, is at the Evergreen Plaza? Yeah, uh, the boss called. The Evergreen boss got a hold of me on the yeah. air and said, hey, wow. I said, how help. many do you need? Yeah. So we sent like four or five cars. Yeah. We were over there for a couple hours, got everything settled. We came back to Oak Lawn. My watch commander at the time had called me. He said, I'm calling the stores on at 95th and Pulaski, telling them to shut down. Yeah, board you up. Know? Yeah. And basically they had a plan in, in, that... In case this does happen, and it did, yeah, you know. And my solution to that—that uh, was like a 21-hour day. But yeah. my solution, when this all started, I told these guys: if you see a carload's coming in, tailgate them and follow them out of town. Get them out of here. Good, yeah. Because you know they're just coming in to do it's something. Trouble, yeah. And so you know, we had cars on 95th. We had cars on 103rd. We had cars on 100. Watching for them. Just waiting. Yeah, good. And just tailgate them and get them out of here. You know, I live in Oakland. Yeah. So my kids live in Oakland. They, you yeah. know, they're out there. Yeah. And uh, it was, it was, I guess, for lack of a better term, you could say it was the real deal. I mean, they were coming out to cause problems and do harm. Invading. Wasn't going to happen. Yeah, good for you. You know, it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. I, I had heard that, that they were saying, we're, and they were w walking west, going yeah. west. Driving, going west. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it took. Yeah. You know, and like we all know, I mean, it was just basically destruction, you sure. know. Sure, yeah. And, you know, unfortunately, downtown got destroyed. I was just talking to a, a buddy of mine, his dad, the other day, and he said, I remember coming to work. He's a 399 guy. Yeah. He said, I remember coming to my building, and the windows are all blown out across yeah. the street. They're walking out of the store with just bundles and bundles of stuff, and it's like, you know, I mean, it was just, there was no legit protest. I'll put it to you no. that way. It was just anarchy and it destruction. It was the mayor That's letting all. them do whatever they wanted to yeah. do. Yeah. Okay? Wasn't well, it? Uh, yeah, the end, was, the end yeah. result. The end result. Yeah. We saw uh, the end result yeah, yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Um, that And that was 2020, the whole summer of 2020. And right. it kept going to yeah. 2021. Mm -hmm. um, we're doing a film now based on all these interviews. And we've got over 200 interviews with police officers. And it's called Irish Cops Under Siege. And it's basically you guys telling your stories. But there's also a lot of found footage and video of 2020 and the summer of 2020. And uh, my son Patty did the voiceover. And we're describing what kicked it off. And we re referred to George Floyd as a petty criminal. <laughs> okay? Now there's these idiots in the film world we run a not-for-profit, and, and they say, we will judge your applications for a grant. So I sent my grant application in, and then mine comes back and says, you're a white supremacist. <laughs> I went, what? So that kind of mentality right. is a big problem, I right. think. And I called the guy on the phone and told him he was an idiot. And, right. Uh, anyway. Well, uh, it's, you know, that, that's the problem in society today is, if a certain group doesn't want to hear your or doesn't agree with your opinion, yeah, they, shut you they label you. Yes, exactly. Um, I was just reading an article the other day. I can't remember who it was. It's some, uh, some uh, oh, John Stewart. Oh, the comedian? Making the, making the comment about how they're saying now that the origin of COVID came from the lab. That yes, yeah. And he's, he made some sort of a comment like, well, how interesting. That's what I said a couple years, years ago. ago. And people were just lighting up on him over... Yeah. What, what the other big problem is, is the social media. 
Yes. Everybody's a keyboard warrior. Yeah. You know, they can get on there and say, hey, you're this Whatever and they they're, you're this. But yeah. if you say, hey, I, I'd like to meet up with you so we can <laughs> talk about this, they're not going to do it. You know, oh, 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 you know, and that's the problem. Yes. That certain fringe, if you don't agree with what they're trying to sell, you're either this, you're A, B, C, or D. Yeah. Whatever they can come up with in the Rolodex. You and know, it, it, it's just very aggravating. Um, not to take away from her story time, but I sometimes write for John Cass. You know, he is. I get And I he asked me to, to do, him. we do guest columns for right. him. And I did one, and I was talking about an old film called uh, The Great McGinty. And it takes place in the 40s, and it's about Chicago politics and uh, crooked cops and politicians and everything. And, and I said, can you imagine what the audience of 1940 would think of Chicago today? We got an African-American lesbian mayor with a little man's complex. And then I, I said, whose husband looks like Herman Munster? <laughs> I'll admit, I crossed the line there. Boy, the the hate mail <laughs> yeah, came oh, out yeah. from they wanna kill me. I got death threats, I got all kinds of women sending me death threats. They probably weren't even women, who knows? Right. But um but that's another story. Well that's <laughs> but it, that's the interesting thing, you know, when all that nonsense was going on and let's say they were all in a group and we had to go somewhere like, you know, to make sure they did you know, they're referring to us as racist and yeah. pigs and yeah. calling us every name in the book. And, yeah. and here's what I don't understand, okay, is there's bad doctors, sure. there's bad lawyers, yeah. there's bad garbage guys, yeah. there's bad this, there's bad that, okay? 99.9% .9 of the people, the men and women that do this job are good people. They do this job the right way. They do this job to help people. That's why if they get I, it. Yeah, if sure. I stand there and I see, I see a bunch of people and I label them, I'm a racist oh, yeah. or I'm a communist or I'm this. But it's okay for, in this society, this world that we live in right now, it's okay for people to go up to some policeman or and policewoman that, yeah. that they don't know. Yeah. They know nothing know nothing about, about them, them yeah. and call them a racist yeah. or a, a murderer or whatever. And they judge them. And they expect then, when they call, <laughs> to have that same person show up. Yeah. That's what I'll never understand. And that's, that's where we're at. And it, it would be nice if somebody, I don't care who, stood up and said, listen, man, 99.9% .9 of these people are doing the right thing. They're trying to do the right thing. We got, I don't know how many old former Chicago policemen now working for Oak Lawn. Yeah. And well, two, well. two, two of, every one of them is happier than a, you sure. know, a, a pig and doo-doo. Yeah, yeah. You know, because they understand, okay, I'm not going to be working every day on my days off for 25, oh, 30 days yeah, straight. Yeah. I'm not going to have to go home and listen to my wife say, you know, this is, you know, they're going to work their six, and then they're going to be off their three. Yeah. And then if some overtime pops up and they want to work it, they can. If not, the, the, the next guy's got to do it. You know? And they're working in a neighborhood, in an area where, like I said, most of the people support them. Yeah. And that's been the biggest frustration for me personally is that no matter, just because I wear a uniform or wore a uniform, I'm lumped in it. Yeah. You know? And you get more aggravated. I mean, I'm not even sure if you're aware of this, but... 
A Chicago police officer was shot and killed in the line of duty tonight. I didn't know that. Yeah, about two hours ago. Honestly, God, God and rest him. let's see what happens oh, tomorrow. Yeah, if yeah. anybody, oh, any leader, yeah, yeah. gets on the news and says, yeah. this poor soul. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, from what I understand, if she was a female with five years on, wow. I'm praying that she didn't have kids. Oh, man. Because there's a mom taken away yeah. doing the job that she wanted to do, but most likely not being appreciated by the citizenry that she serves. Well, almost to a man of the people we've interviewed on the, on the show, and I say, well, how'd you get into this? Why did you do that? And they say, uh, I wanted to help people. Simple as that. That's a great testament to the Irish I, my, character, my, I, I never met my grandfather, Hurley. He was a Chicago police officer. He passed away when I was one. Yeah. But I had uh, a couple uncles that were Chicago police officers, uh, an aunt. Um, I was one of them guys that watched, uh, <laughs> it's going to sound funny, but, you know, I watched Adam 12. Sure. I watched Chips. Yeah. You know, I watched Hawaii Five O. Yeah. Uh, I even watched Police Woman, you know, yeah, and I knew, I knew Angie yeah. Dickinson, baby. Angie Dickinson. Sweet and sexy, but Opera. I knew when I was a kid that I wanted to be a police officer. Yeah. I can, I mean, I remember I, I was, I graduated from Marist. I did summer help down at Canfields on a pop truck. My oh, dad yeah. and my uncle worked there. Yeah. And I was making some good money, and I was like, you know, maybe I don't have to go to college. And, you know, my old man was like, oh, no, you're, you're going to college, yeah, you know. Good for him. And I, I did my four years at Western Law Enforcement, yeah. and I knew when I graduated, cold. I started yeah. taking the tests. Yeah. You know, I got offered a job in Aurora, but my dad was sick. And uh, there's a certain young lady that I had met. Diana. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so I turned that job down because I would have had to live out there. Yeah. And I just wasn't, you know, justice came along. I was already working for justice when Aurora called. Yeah. You know, it, it, it just worked out. And that's what I can say is I did what I always wanted to do. And I loved it. I had a great time. I, I've seen a lot. Some things that I'd never want to see again. I like to think I'm still relatively normal. Yeah. You know, I'm sure there's, there's days where it's like I'm in a mood and my, my, my kids can testify to that and uh. my wife. But, you know, they also know that, well, maybe he's in a mood because, you know. Something happened. You know, and, not, and, yeah. but yeah. I still got up the next day and went back to work. Yeah. And that's what these people don't understand. We didn't join this and we're not like, uh, the KKK, no, we're not the uh, white supremacy neo-Nazis. Yes. You know, we're policemen and women that are doing the job that we wanted to do. It's my boy, Billy. <laughs> Thanks, Billy. Thanks me a beer. <clears throat> you know, and like I said, 99.9% .9 of the people are doing it the right way yeah. every single day. Every shift that they go and do, yeah. they're doing it. Are there bad apples? Yeah, there's sure. bad apples. Yeah. Oakland's had to get rid of a bad apple or two. Yeah. Everybody has. Yeah. That's the thing. You get rid of them. Do people make mistakes? Yes, they do. A doctor makes a mistake. Do we say get rid of all the doctors? Yeah. No. You know? Yeah. Right. I'm saying, yeah. you know, yeah. it's just, it, that's, that's the frustrating part. When I grew up, you res the police, you know what? My old man used but to tell that me. That came from your parents. Your parents, you keep your mouth shut. You say yes, sir, no, sir. One of his, my dad's favorite lines: "You come home and tell me that a cop, a policeman, smacked you around a little bit. I'm going to smack you around again because yeah. you did something. Sure, yeah. you know, yeah. it's just the way it was. Yeah. Has it changed? Yeah, it has changed. 
But back then, that was policing. Yeah. The policing's different now. But back then, when the kid got... My dad didn't come say, well, we're going to go to the police station and no. say, defund the police. No. No, he's, you did something. You know, I never got smacked by the cops. I mean, I, I did things. I'm I not did. Gonna lie. <laughs> I had buddies yeah. that did, you know, yeah. but I was smart enough because maybe, you know, I knew. Yes. They told me to shut up. I shut up. Yes, exactly. Because I knew that yeah. if I get lippy and he gives me one and I go home and tell my dad I got one from him, he, my dad's going to give me one. You know, you know uh, it just it, it is what it is back then. Two weeks ago, Governor DeSantis was in Elmhurst and I was lucky enough to get a ticket, got invited. It was for the FOP. That guy is the real deal. And he's talking about law enforcement. One of the things they offer in Florida is if you, like, say, oh, leave Oaklawn and you want to work in Florida, there's a $5,000 signing bonus for the cops. Right. I went, whoa. But here's the other part with that is there's people on the news saying, accusing him of being oh, a crazy I, man it's, because it's, yeah. he's pro-law enforcement. Exactly. Well, yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah. I don't get it. No. You know, what happens when they do say we're done with the police? It's anarchy. Let's hope it doesn't Right. Get I don't that. think it ever yeah. will. Yeah. You know, well, but we're living in a world gone bad. I just no wish that people would realize that, like I said, that's that's my magic number. Ninety nine point nine percent. Yeah, are doing it the right way, doing it because they want to do it, and believe me, they're not they're not getting rich. You know, they're not yeah. out there. No. they're not living in uh, Bannockburn and then going to their lake house in uh, the Dells or Lake Geneva or wherever in Michigan. You oh. know. They're 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 working their eight hours and they're then they're probably working a side job yeah, somewhere. Yeah, you yeah, know they're doing yeah. what they got to do. Yeah. Nobody's holding a gun to their head. They're doing it because they love to do because it. They, they wanted wanted to do to it. help they people. Want the, yeah. It's bottom line. Yeah. Now bottom what about line. what about this Kim Fox? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how do we get stuck with that person? <laughs> it's, it's crazy. The politics. That's all I can say. Uh huh. It is, and it's Kim Fox, Preckwinkle, the whole thing. It's nuts. It's all of them. Um, it, starts, it starts down in Springfield. That's why I was so glad to see Lori Lightfoot take a hit last night. Uh, <laughs> what a pain in the neck she is. She gone. Yeah. Um, but, boy, they wanted to kill me when I, when I made a crack about her and her husband. Uh, it's nuts. Uh, but I'm still gonna, you know, I'm still right. gonna be a wise ass. Don't right. get me wrong. Right. <laughs> right. I uh, hear you. I'll tell you a funny story. Well, no, I won't. I'll tell you, I'll tell you <laughs> off the air. Uh, uh, any other great memories, Gino? Yeah, I mean, what about know, the rest of the kids? Let's give them a shout out. My daughter Cassidy's Cassidy, here. Cassidy, she's, she's a nurse. A nurse at, she's a first uh, responder. Hope children. Yeah. I guess you could say my daughter Carlin is Carlin a first is responder. A she's a teacher. teacher yeah. <laughs> And, and my, my son uh, is uh, a junior at Carthage College. He plays volleyball, and he's uh, doing a double major, uh, psychology and uh, criminal justice. Oh, wow. Yeah, which Good for him. makes my, my wife's skin crawl, but <laughs> <laughs> he still has time to figure it out. So, um, you know, you asked about the, uh, the, I mean, a lot of great guys that I worked with, a lot of great guys. Uh, I miss a lot of the guys. I don't miss all the nonsense and yeah. stuff. Um, What's the, the, the somebody always says? I, I I don't miss the circus, but I miss the clown. Right, and yeah. I mean, you know, we had a lot of fun. Uh, we had a ton of fun in Burbank, and I had a ton of fun in uh, in um, 
We had a ton of fun in Oak Lawn. So yeah. I'm getting chewed on uh, one particular story. Uh, 8508 Parkside. That's the famous, address? Famous little address in Burbank. Uh, 8506 was a little old lady that called, and I got sent over there. Yeah. Crying in tears. She's got beer bottles all over the place, and uh, she's going on about how her kids won't bring her grandchildren over. And there was a family that lived next door, and it was seven days a week, total nonsense. Yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, I'm a little bit of an emotional guy. My heart went out to her, and I told her, we'll get this figured out. Yeah. Well, no sooner than I did I think, a couple hours later, there's a big blowout party at the 8508 next address. door. So we yeah. get called over there. So I get out of the car, and uh, my old FTO, I was on my own at the time, uh, he, he's walking up behind me, and there's beer bottles and beer cans everywhere. And he, he gets up behind me, and he says, you don't have a hair on your arse <laughs> if you don't pick up one of them bottles and chuck it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the one resident he's was standing the out there, and he started right away. You, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, telling yeah. us, get out of here, yeah. this and that. So I had heard that. I picked one up, and I just launched it. <laughs> next thing you know, I just was launching him. He's yelling at me, what are you doing? And uh, my sergeant at the time, he come walking up behind me, and he says, that's it. You're done. I can't believe this, and rightfully so. And I yeah. said to him, you know what? You're right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I, I had a momentary there. Yeah. I had a moment there. So what he not? said, if somebody calls and complains... I got to do you. I got to bang you with some paper. I said, all right. Yeah. Next uh, day I came into work and he said, come on in the office. I came in. He says, I can't figure this out. I says, what happened? How many people called? He goes, nobody called to complain. Oh, no. But we got, com we got several phone calls oh, saying how appreciative they oh, yeah. were that all the ah. nonsense came to an end and stuff. <laughs> later on, later on, a little old lady, I ran into her. And she said, they're starting to come by, but, you know, not as much as I like. Uh -huh. And she oh, thanked me and whatnot. Yeah. But she was literally, it was an old Burbank house. They were sure. literally on top of yeah. each other. So, uh, you know, that was, that's one of the, you know, there's, there's good stories, real good stories. There's, you know, there's bad ones that, you know, you don't like to, you know, talk about and stuff. But the ones that meant the most to me were the ones where somebody said, thank you. Yeah. You know, and it was there was all kinds of folks that said thank you. Yeah. You well, know? you know what? The, th the thing you realize is evil exists. Right. It's out there. You know. And if you don't fight it, it's just going to keep coming and coming yeah. and coming. You know, so. when we had that, all that nonsense going on, there was all kinds of folks that would come up to us and say thank you. You mean 2020? Yeah. yeah. God bless you. Stay yeah. safe. Yeah. We appreciate you. We appreciate what you do. All kinds of folks that yeah. were doing that. You know, we had... Uh, our, we got inundated and i mean inundated with food oh that's great people were i mean they Sunday were ordering Sunday. all kinds of food people were making food yeah it got to the point where people were calling to say hey i'm dropping off some food where and we had to say hey whoa we've got enough you yeah. know could you if you really want to do it could you like wait a week or two yeah you yeah. know which they probably thought Oh, these pompous so-and-sos, but, you know, we had to explain to them, everybody's giving us oh, stuff. Oh, that's good. We had food. That says a lot for the Oak Lawn community. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Businesses, all kinds of, yeah. all kinds of people in Oak Lawn. Yeah. You name it, they were dropping off something for God us. God bless them. You know, I mean, I never saw so much food for like two or three weeks.
Yeah. It was insane. So, you know, they appreciate us out there. That makes a difference. Oh, sure. You know, and, yeah. and the, you know, unfortunately, these bigger departments, the mouthpieces, the media. Did you see and the who media resigned can, today? Yes. David Brown. Yeah. He that, resigned. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. You know, on the same day, on the same day that one of, he loses one of his officers, you know, yes. and this is what oh, I'm saying. Oh, that's terrible. And, yeah. you know, people that are listening, you know, maybe, I know tomorrow for us is probably different from when some are going to hear this, but. I'm very interested to see how the narrative will be presented oh, tomorrow yeah, yeah. by the media and, yeah. and what they say and how they treat this, you know. Right. Oh, instead I don't of trust them, that's for you, sure. You know, I mean, you got to, you know, you got to give, you know, like when Ella French passed and yes. there was, I don't know, five, 600 coppers standing in dress uniform yeah. in 105 degree heat and, yeah. and they were dropping left and right, you know, because of the heat and stuff. <clears throat> and I was, you know, a bunch of us from Oak Lawn went and, you know, they were literally fainting, passing yes. out, yeah. standing outside because you couldn't get into St. Rita, yeah. Yeah. you know, and they didn't have to do that, but they did it because one of their own was killed in the line. Of we duty. had that guy, Carlos Yanas on the show okay. with his father. Good man. Yeah, he's man. terrific. And he's, he's, he's getting better every mm -hmm. time I see him. God mm -hmm. bless him. Yeah. You but, know, there's that kid in Bourbon A where his sergeant was shot. He wound up getting brought out to Christ, you know, so a couple of us took it upon ourselves to go to Christ and, you know, explain to him, hey, whatever you guys need, we'll, we'll bring it to you and stuff. And, oh, wow. Good you know, we that. wound up doing that. And then, you know, the, I met the mother-in-law and the wife of the kid because they were staying at the Hilton. Yeah. You know, we'd get them whatever they needed. Good. You know, the village of Oak Lawn made arrangements for them to have a place to stay. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, there's the difference, you know, Oak Lawn. They support their police department, yeah, yeah. and they support other police departments because it's a level one trauma center. Oh, yeah. Something exactly. happens. Yeah. They're there to help those families, yeah. too. It makes a huge difference. Well, that's what we're here to do. We are here to salute you, tell you we're on your side, and let's turn right. the corner on all this crap. It's coming. Okay. Really, I'm telling you, I, you know, I, I tell people... You know, like when Carter was the president and things were getting a little nonsense. And, yeah. You know, before him with uh, Ford and then, you know, Reagan came in. Yes. I was a kid, but I still remember there was yeah. some law and order and stuff. Exactly. That got brought back into it. Yeah. You know, my heart, I, I saw that lady testify to Congress yesterday about the fentanyl thing. She lost her two oh, sons. Oh, my God. Two and it was literally, oh. I mean, she laid into them. Yeah. She gave oh, it to them. Senator's good for her. She laid into Congress. Yeah. You know, and everything she said made sense, you know. Yeah. But what are they going to do about it? Yeah. You know, people don't realize these guys are seeing that crap every day. Yeah. You know, these guys have got to carry the Narcan because they might come across some jerk-off that's got this stuff. Yeah. And if they just breathe it, it could kill them. Yeah. Uh, you know, but nothing's being done. It's not fair. Gino, you know? we salute you, Thank pal. You, we got to wrap this up. I appreciate it. Thank you so much and for bringing it. out all these great people. Yeah, they're all right, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a little break here on Hibernian Radio. We'll be right back after these messages from our friends. Flood Brothers Disposal was started over 90 years ago by their grandfather. With more than 20 family members still involved with day-to-day -day operations, the floods are service-oriented and believe that the right way is the only way to do something. Flood Brothers are price competitive and still offer the personal touch in an industry-trending corporate. For client-centric service without all of that corporate garbage, 
Call Flood Brothers today for a quote on your solid waste recycling and yard waste collection services. Call Bob Flood today at 630-261-0400 or go online at floodbrothersdisposal.com. Welcome back to the Flood Brothers. Hey everybody, this is Charlotte Houlihan. Don't touch that dial. My grandpa will be right back some more Hibernian Radio. He said something about seeing a man about a horse. Sounds like I'm actually going to get that pony after all. Irish American News has been bringing you the news important to the Irish in Chicagoland for over 40 years. If you like mostly good news and information from all aspects of the Irish community, check out Irish American News. To advertise or subscribe, call our friend Cliff Carlson at 847 872 0700 or email him at cliff at irishamericannews.com Irish American News we've always been green Cops and firefighters risk their lives almost every day so they shouldn't have to risk their hard earned dough in any get rich schemes or the blather of old pals in the real estate biz And good luck trying to figure out the stock market or cryptocurrency or even economics 101 when you come home exhausted at the end of your shift. What you need is somebody you can trust. And they're in short supply these days. Hey, take it from me. I've lost fortunes in showbiz because I thought I was smarter than everybody else and I wound up bankrupt and broke. It took me a long time to decide to find a friend I could trust who had my family's best interests at heart. That friend was my late pal, Joe Madden. I met him as he passed the basket at St. Luke's, and I'd turn my pockets inside out as he came to my pew, and I'd say, I'm tapioca. He laughed, but didn't stop him from supporting my films and showbiz endeavors over the years. Joe Madden had my back. A few years before he died, Joe started Madden Funds with his sons, Mike and Danny. The Maddens and Houlihans have been pals for a long, long time. They can advise the best path for your investments. Madden Funds will have your back, too. Need advice on your 401k or your rollover IRA? You can trust Madden Funds to help you protect and grow your investments now and in your family's future. Go to their website, maddenfunds.com, or call Mike or Dan Madden at 708-848-3200 and tell them who sent you. Hi, everybody. Your old friend Mike Houlihan here with some exciting news. We're now recording our Hibernian radio show live on Wednesday nights at Big Corner Tavern in North Riverside, where this cozy pub sits on the corner of Cermak and First Avenue at 8405 West Cermak. Everybody's invited to join us at 7 p.m. on Wednesdays for an hour of fun. Live interviews of our Irish first responders, music, Irish obits, jokes, ribaldry, and visits to Hooletown. Big thanks for this opportunity. Go out to our friends Julie Shea and Tim Justice, proprietors of Big Corner Tavern, and our hosts who prepare the delicious food and sumptuous drinks while we honor our Irish first responders each week on hibernianradio.org and Global Irish Radio. BCT is a terrific pub, and Julie and Tim acquired it about four years ago after publican stints at Duffy's Tavern. Her dad, Jerry Shea, is a retired Chicago cop who did 30 years in a job, most of it working out of the 18th District. Julie and Tim met and fell in love at Doc Ryan's for the fact's sake. Great people, great pub, great times to be had at Big Corner Tavern. Tell them who sent you. And we're back on Hibernian Radio. A good friend of mine just stopped by, Kevin O'Shea. Give it up for Kevin O'Shea. Kevin, what's the name of your organization? The name of my organization is Keol 
in crack, trasna nadanta. That's Gaelic. Yes, I know what crack is. It means... Uh, oh, is music. Right? Yeah, it means music and fun over the waves. So our organization is dedicated to bringing Irish musicians from Ireland over to Chicago so that they can showcase their music at various joints around the city. And you just had the wolf tones here. The yeah. Young Wolf Tones with yeah. Derek Warfield. Yeah, Derek Warfield and Young Wolf Tones. They came out and they did a benefit concert for uh, Officer Danny Golden. And that was Sunday at that was Gaelic Sun Park. Yeah. Sunday at Gaelic Park, and it was very, very successful. Good we for had, you. We had almost 300 people show up. Wow. So they were great So we raised people. a lot of dough for Danny Golden we and raised family. A, we yeah. raised a lot of dough, and everybody had a really good time. Good for you. And we also had the, the opening guys were uh, the Chancers, which is a local oh, sure. band yeah. around here. Yeah. And then Kieran Byrne, who's one Kieran's of my partners terrific. in the Keolan craft. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. didn't know yeah. that. Now, is he? Is his sister Colette? Colette Byrne? And I don't know. Oh, I don't think so. There were no. Two, oh, okay. Now, Kieran's, uh, he's from uh, Limerick, uh, from Limerick, grew up in Waterford, but uh, I think he's here on his own. The beauty family. of this thing, you put the artists up at your home, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see the you see the after party with yes, uh, Derek Warfield in your house in Elmhurst. <laughs> yeah, those guys almost killed me. We were up till five every, five in the, five a.m. every night. <laughs> they went till seven a.m. Oh I, my god! At five a.m. I went to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> and then they're playing music and they com they were complaining because I was snoring. <laughs> um, all right, so what, you got another one coming in for the. St. Patty's Day holidays. Yeah, St. Patty's Day holidays. We got two ladies uh, that were with one of the best Irish bands in Australia. They're coming in under the name of Where's Patty because when they were in Australia, they had uh, two ladies and a gentleman playing guitar. Yeah. So he's not here and he, he's not coming. He's not here with them. And so uh, they got Where's Patty? Like, oh, you know, I get Where's it, my yeah. guitarist, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, I know they're playing at Riley's Daughter on the 16th, March 16th, but there's a whole lineup. Give us the lineup. Yeah, the lineup is we're going to be at Gaelic Park, I want to say, on the 10th. Okay. Uh, on the 11th, it's going to be Celtic Crossing in the evening. Oh, cool. It's going to be uh, Chief O'Neill's to open the day at about 11 o'clock. And then Irish Heritage Center around 4:30. Okay. okay? Yeah. So there'll be three gigs on St. Patrick's Day, or oh. uh, the the unofficial St. Patrick's Day, the 11th, right? Oh yeah. Oh, the parade day. Parade day. That's yeah. what I should call it, right? Yeah. And then on the 12th, we'll be out at Fox's in Orland. Yes. Okay. He's, now she's been there before. Yeah. Like, she like, she yeah. came out in September, which is when we started He's our this sponsor. organization. Uh, Ryan Fox. Oh, Ryan, They're yeah. sponsors of this show, and they, he raves about her. Yeah, and, yeah. He, and even uh, Ryan did the uh, pizza at our benefit oh, yeah. the other yeah. night. So, yeah, that was uh, that was really good. Ryan's a great supporter of everything. Good he guy. Is. He's a terrific guy. guy. Yeah. yeah. Love Fox's pizza. And there is nothing like you gotta You got to love that Fox's pizza. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so then you're at... Yeah, so then uh, foxes, so, and then where? Yeah, so then uh, on the following Wednesday, the fifteenth, we'll be out at McNally's in St. Charles. Oh, okay. sure, Shay Clark. Yeah, Shay Clark will be there. Yeah, he, he's he's. I worked with him to to put that up, and then on the uh, Thursday, as you said, we'll be at Riley's daughter. Riley's daughter, yeah. our old pal Brendan O'Brien. Yeah, that's from seven to ten, correct? Uh, seven to ten, correct. Yeah. Okay. Generally speaking, it's kind of seven to ten on the solo nights, right? Uh -huh. And then, uh, and then Friday is actually the actual St. Patrick's Day. Yes. And so we'll be doing uh, uh, Fox's Orland Park. Basically, that'll be six hours, two hours in the wow. or three hours in the afternoon, and three hours in the evening. With they'll Ryan will have the drummers there, drums and pipes. He'll have Irish dancers. So the ladies will be 
playing, you know. And then does he give them fight. pizza between games? You know, uh, no, he numbers? gives me pizza. They eat salad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I drink lots of beer, so. <laughs> Good for you. I'll have to Uber at home after yeah. six hours. And that's a long ride. What a, and, then on, and then on Sunday, uh, the ladies are going to come and do the uh, radio shows. Uh, the oh, they're doing the Haggerty, Haggerty show, radio uh, show. The O'Connor show. And the O'Connor show, yeah. Okay. And then we stick them on a plane and we send them back. They'll have a blast. Yeah. That's terrific. I hope so, yeah. Uh, so how long you been doing this? Really, uh, about six months now. Oh, good for you. You just started it. Yeah. We just started six months, but it's really going well. I mean, it was, it was so much fun to have Derek Warfield. We had five people from the band. In my house. The whole house was full. Yeah. It was full of music. It's like the house was uh, alive, you know. It was un unbelievable. You know, uh, we did a film about the uh, father of the Chicago flag, Weeping Jim Kearns, and um, we used a song of the Wolf Tones, Celtic, Celtic Symphony. Oh, yeah, Celtic The one that Symphony, was so yeah. controversial when the World Cup and everything. Yeah. And I had to get the rights to it. This is before all that controversy. And I found a phone number for Brian Warfield, called him. He's out in the middle of nowhere in Ireland, and he answers the phone. I go, yeah. hey, uh, Mike Houlihan, I'm with Hibernian, blah, blah, blah. And I said, can we use your song? And, and he goes, sure. And I said, well, how much do you want? And he goes, oh, anything for the Hibernians. <laughs> I said, well, we're not the same Hibernians. <laughs> he didn't care. Uh, so, but... Don't tell his brother. Well, and then, you know, <laughs> so we did the benefit for Danny Golden on Sunday. Yeah. And then on Monday. Oh, you went to Clancy's. We all went to Clancy's on okay, 103rd sure. with Kevin O'Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And we, Clancy, these are Clancy's here. These yeah. are Clancy's. Yeah. Did, I didn't see you there Monday. But it was. It <laughs> no, was their name is Clancy. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He, he's a commander uh, in uh, Oakland. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. But that, that was. That was a lot of fun too because it's very intimate, you know. We had all and, and a bunch of other musicians brought their instruments. Oh sure. And so it was For just more like a session, a session. you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was a lot, a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all you do is keep doing what you're doing. Uh, you, yeah, you're bringing thank you. music to Chicago, and you're also helping Irish artists come here and everything. It's just yeah. terrific. Yeah, we're having a lot of fun. Uh, and uh, do you see this like continuing throughout the year or what? I, I've got somebody coming in. Every four weeks. Oh, wow. Almost through kind of the fall. Yeah. And I promise you, it's probably going to be every two weeks. I just got a guy came in last week, and now we're going to run around with him this week. Yeah. Uh, Evan O'Reardon. Okay. He's with Gaelic Brew. And oh. I don't remember everywhere he's going to be. We're going to be at Robert's Roadhouse tomorrow night, but you, your listeners can't hear that, right? Well, they'll hear it. This goes no, because all we're Iowa. on Sunday, right? Oh, okay. Oh, well, yeah. It, but, it, uh, it'll be on Saturday night. But anyway, here, here's the thing. If anybody's interested in what we're doing, Mike, yeah. if they follow us on Facebook, that's the best way because I post, not only I post anything we're doing, but any kind of music in you Chicago. You do, I see it, all of it. Yeah. I try to post it because we're just promoting the music. Yeah. And I, I promise you that there's going to be a lot of people that want to kind of use my house as a hotel, which is fine <laughs> for me because I like the company, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so we're going to have a lot of, lot of stuff to post all year. But... So the 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 uh, name again is Kiel and Crack Trazen Nadanta, and I'll spell that for people, because if you don't speak Gaelic, it's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. But it's C E O L L C E O L. That's Kiel. Ampersand. Looks like the thing on the Cheerios the box. <laughs> yeah. And Crack C R A I C. Yeah. Right? What's a Crack? Yeah. Crack. Fun, right? Yes. Crack. Fun. It's great Crack. Mm -hmm. 
And then uh, Trasna Nadanta, T-R-A-S-N-A. And then another N-A. And then Danta is spelled the Gaelic way with a D-T-O-N-N-T-A. So it took me a long time to spell that because I had to rearrange the synapses <laughs> in my brain. But I finally got it you down. You couldn't come up with anything simpler than that. Well, <laughs> that was one of our artists suggested the okay. name. And she's After the creative the person. Yeah. I'm an accountant, you know, <laughs> okay. so... They don't ask me for creative Now, when are you things. going to Ireland again? You go a lot, right? Yeah, I'm going, uh, I'm taking my mom back on April 5th. Good for you. I'm yeah. going to see Stephen Leeson in, uh, on April 6th in Dublin. Yeah. And then he's going and then, and to come out in June. And then I'm gonna go, and then I'm gonna see uh, the tumbling patties in Belmullet. That's why I picked patties. that day. And they're a big oh, act over Belmullet. there. Oh, Belmullet, yeah, yeah. Belmullet's where my mom's from. Oh, is she? Because there's a huge Mayo contingent yeah, yeah. here in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so then what I'm gonna do is take a leisurely kind of hiking trip back to Dublin after that for a few days. Yeah. And so we're gonna hit all the big spots. And the day before I leave, I'm gonna stay at Daryl Warfield's house. And, oh, uh, wow. There. <laughs> so that'll be fun. Yeah. And then the next big one that we have, and this is, this is one where if people come on my website, I, want, I, I, need, I need people's help because I've got four people coming out from Belmullet, okay? One of them is a blind pianist. His name's oh, you told me about this Thomas guy. Langan. Thomas Langan is unbelievable. I call him the Stevie Wonder of Ireland. Yeah. But uh, anyway, Thomas is coming out, and what the guys want to do is they want to do one of the nights, they want to do a charity event to raise money for a hospice in Belmullet. Oh. Now, most people don't know. So, Belmullet is like an hour north of Castle Bar, and there's only one way to get there. Either go through Castle Bar or go through Ballina, and each time it's an hour. Yeah. So, if you don't have a hospice in your town, you got to go to Castle Bar. That means your family's an hour away from you when you're in hospice. Yeah. That's not good. No. So, anyway, what they want to do is they say, look, we want to do this. We want to raise money for hospice. And so what I need to do is find the venue that's going to be best. It's going to be J April 23rd, so I still got time. Yeah. But I need to find the venue that's going to get the most male people, okay? Oh, yeah. And the Gaelic Park's already filled up, so I've, we're you looking know, at the Irish a, Heritage Center. You should talk to Jim McGing. Do you know Jim? He's an attorney. No. But he's married to a gal from uh, Termacady. Uh, okay. And everybody on their block is from Mayo. Okay. Uh, it's a big... You know, Mayo community. So, well, we'll make sure I'll he knows all about this. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know, it's a good cause, and I really don't want to be in the fundraising business. That's not yeah. what I'm trying to do. But you kind of get dragged in, right? Tell if somebody it. says it's a yeah. good cause, you're like, well, whatever. You know, yeah. I'll try to help. You know. You know, we have a website called FreeCrack.com. Free Crack. Yeah, it's Citizens Report American Irish Culture, C R A I C. But it's it means that too. Yeah. But it was a play on hey. Crack, you know. Right. Uh, but we do funny columns and stuff in there, so. Right. I'll send you the next one. Yeah, yeah. No, I'd like to get that. Thank All you right, so Kev, much. Thanks so much. We'll see you soon, right around St. Patrick's Day. Oh, yeah, St. Yeah. Patrick's Day. Follow me on Facebook. Thanks Follow so me on much. Facebook. Kevin O'Shea. Yeah, yeah, there you go. All right, All right thanks, buddy. Kev. Great. God nice. bless you, pal. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a little break on Hibernian Radio. We'll be right back after these messages from our friends. <laughs> With a history going all the way back to 1896, the International Union of Operating Engineers has continued to protect workers and their families with loyalty and brotherhood. Local 150 has continued to thrive through economic booms and busts with careful training and aggressive organizing. Under the leadership of President and Business Manager Jim Sweeney, Local 150 has implemented programs and action plans to create work, protect benefits, and keep members working. 
and they've been helping the Irish-American community of Chicagoland for just as long. The Hibernian Radio Show is proud to be associated with Jim Sweeney and Local 150, and we salute the continuing efforts of the International Union of Operating Engineers and their support of Irish and Irish-American families now and in the future. Thanks to Local 150. One hundred and ten years ago, Roger Sheehy started his family business with his sons. Sheehy's have handled a lot of Southside Irish families since then, mine included. When my late brother Willie died, my brother Danny and I went out to meet with Bob Sheehy to discuss the wake and funeral. Bob and Jimmy Sheehy are quite simply the best. But there's something else about the Sheehy's. Willie was a bachelor. He died alone. The nurses at Northwestern gave me his belongings when I went to pick up his stuff after his death. They gave me his wallet, clothes, and some cash that was on him when he died. As Danny and I discussed what suit to bury Willie in, I handed the cash, 88 bucks, to Bob Sheehy, and I said, put this in his pocket before the wake. Danny looked at me funny, and I said, just some walking around money in case he needs it wherever he's going. But Bob Sheehy said, of course. He knew I was grieving in my own way for probably my favorite brother. I'll never forget that. Sure, the Sheehys were great through the whole thing, and as I did Willie's eulogy at Christ the King, I saw Bob standing in the back of the church, laughing along with the rest of our family as I told some Willie tales out of school. I will never forget that. And when I die, I know my old friends Bob and Jimmy Sheehy will be keeping an eye out for me and my family. They are the best in the business. The Sheehys have been helping Irish families on the South Side for a long, long time, just like their father and grandfather before them, Sheehy. Where all the right people go. Irish American News has been bringing you the news important to the Irish in Chicagoland for over 40 years. If you like mostly good news and information from all aspects of the Irish community, check out Irish American News. To advertise or subscribe, call our friend Cliff Carlson at 847 872 0700 or email him at cliff at irishamericannews.com Irish American News we've always been green Hey folks Charlotte Houlihan here Did you know that Hibernian Radio is now streaming worldwide on Global Irish Radio every Saturday night at 7pm or 1am in Ireland Yes the Irish are always way ahead of us Check it out at globalirishradio.com or capital G-I-R dot I-E Southsiders have always known where to get the best pizza on earth, Fox's Pizza. For over a half century, the Fox family has been creating that delicious thin crust za that your mouth will tell you, this can only be Fox's. It's a Chicago Beverly Institution at 99th and Western, as well as in Orland Park, where they combine delicious food with an Irish pub ambiance. You got the best of both worlds. Still owned by Tom and Frank Fox, whose mom and dad, Frank and Teresa, bought the Western location from Al Capone's sister back in 1964. They opened the doors in Orland at 73 at 143rd and Ravinia Avenue. You'll recognize the stone turrets of their Irish castle, whose great times have been celebrated for generations of Chicagoland Irish. Fox's is perfect for the whole family, pickup or delivery, or you can dine in, relax and have a cocktail with your dinner, whether it's steak, ribs, chicken, or especially pizza, it's all good. 
Having a party? Fox's also does catering. Call Fox's in Beverly at 773-239-3212 or in Orland Park at 708-349-2111. They're proud sponsors of Hibernian Radio and all Irish first responders. Mention this show for a free toothpick. Gotta love that Fox's Pizza. Flood Brothers Disposal was started over 90 years ago by their grandfather. With more than 20 family members still involved with day-to-day operations, the floods are service-oriented and believe that the right way is the only way to do something. Flood Brothers are price competitive and still offer the personal touch in an industry-trending corporate. For client-centric service without all of that corporate garbage, Call Flood Brothers today for a quote on your solid waste recycling and yard waste collection services. Call Bob Flood today at 630-261-0400 or go online at floodbrothersdisposal.com. Welcome back to the Flood Brothers. Hey, thanks everybody for being with us tonight on our opening night here at Big uh, Corner Tavern. What a blast we had. Next week... Next week, we have retired police, Chicago Police Department Commander Patty Casey. She's a trip. You will love her. And we're now, as we go, we're going to raffle off this great book written by me. Uh, so get ready. Pull out your tickets, and we'll see you later. God bless you all. Thank you. Yeah.